Hello and welcome to another venture down the scenic route. Uh, this is the Tulsa World Scene uh, podcast, video, uh, coffee clutch, whatever uh, you want. Although I don't think anybody has coffee at this time of the day. But anyway, uh, I'm here with uh, the lovely and talented Jimmy Trammell and the lovelier and talented Grace Wood. And we're talking about things that... Uh, have to do in, in the world of, of, of entertainment and popular culture. And at the moment, uh, Tulsa popular culture and entertainment seems to be dominated by uh, the Tulsa State Fair, which is happening literally over my shoulder as someone who lives in the shade of the, of the, of the golden driller. When, 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 when they put the mask of Elon Musk on him uh, some time ago, I had to shut my windows. I just couldn't have that looking in on me in the morning. But anyway, um, now people know where I live. They're going to come and egg my house. But anyway. Ooh, would you be comfortable looking in your in your window in the morning? I don't know. Well, well, I, well you see, but the, 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 the golden driller, bless his heart, has no eyes. And so he's staring off you know, in, 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 into, into the distance in the future, okay. uh, dreaming of the bright horizon uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> whereas the Elon Musk mask had a musk mask, mask musk, shaming, anyway, uh, had eyes and they were like the ones, you know, in the creepy little paintings that, you know, that seem to move and follow you wherever you go. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was it was it was a. I'm glad that glad that my wife wasn't here because she would have probably really lost it. But anyway, um, so um, have 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 we all been to the fair this year? Yes, we have, <laughs> or I have. You have. Jimmy, have you gone? James and I both went uh, opening day uh, to do stories on the fair's first day. He handled the food. I handled uh, whatever I could find that looked interesting. Uh, and, and I don't. I really don't need to go to the fair. I just need to go out, you know, onto the back porch, because you hear and smell everything. Because of you know, it's like being at the fair without having to walk. Mm -hmm. um, so, and you know, if you stay out there long enough, you know, the smell makes you sick, which is like being on the rides. And so it all works out, you know. So, but. But it sounds to us, Grace, that uh, you went there not because you had to, but because you wanted to. Yes. Um, my friend, it's really funny. One of my best friends in town is from New Jersey, or not New Jersey, New Hampshire. And she's surprisingly still a really big country fan. Like she loves country music. So she really wanted to go see uh, Russell Dickerson perform last night at the fair. And I didn't really know his music. So I was like, yeah, okay, let's go, whatever. And it ended up being honestly a really amazing experience. Um, we were just kind of standing in the back um, by like the food trucks and stuff, not really seated, um, just hanging out. And one of the security people approached us and offered us VIP tickets. <laughs> so we got to go be in the front row. And um, that was really awesome. And Russell was a really great performer. I didn't really know much of his music, but I guess he opened for Tim McGraw on his last tour. and. He had a really, really great voice and was a really entertaining performer. So um, it was super fun to see him. And I definitely left a fan. And um, yeah, it was really good. I think it's a neat setup with the Oklahoma stage right on the midway. 
of yeah. the fair. I mean, I, I, I do enjoy that. And uh, I, I bet you're going back again, Grace. Funny enough. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we should ask. Tonight, I am going back one more time uh, for two reasons. One, because Genuine is performing, and I just, I just have to see that. And two, um, last night when I went to the fair, I didn't come hungry enough. So I didn't really enjoy any of the fair food that I wanted to sample. So tonight I am going to go back and I'm going to try some of that good Tulsa fair food. <laughs> Eat your way across the midway, as we used to say. Mm -hmm. yes. I do enjoy the fair and have always uh, enjoyed going, you know, the food being one of the reasons. I'm sure we all have a go-to food once we get there. I have a ribeye steak sandwich every year over by it's kind of cruel because it's right there by the livestock area. So they're cooking the livestock right by the livestock, which oh you know, makes the livestock sad. But but uh, it's it's a great sandwich, and I have one every year. Oh. Reminds me of, of, of a family that that, that we knew that uh, they had they bought a cow that they were going to raise, and it was going to be uh, it was not a milk cow; it was a cow that was going to be you know slaughtered, and. Um, my late wife asked asked the the mother who she worked with. She says, "What are what do your kids think about this? I mean, I mean, this cow is going to be kind of almost like a pet." She says, "Well, I think they have a good attitude about it. They named it Hamburger." <laughs> oh so, my gosh! <laughs> so you know, they they kind of knew what was coming. Did yeah, the, I I. I uh, do you have a a, a, a go to uh, fair food, Grace? Mm, there's I, not a lot of vegan stuff I don't think at the fair this no um I think tonight I definitely want to get a funnel cake just because I love those and they're so classic um and I also really want to try a fried Twinkie because I've heard they're outstanding but I've never worked up the courage to get one so tonight I want to do that I don't, I don't think I've ever worked up the courage to eat an unfried Twinkie <laughs> What did we have? Was it was it the it was fried Oreos? I think last year that we tried. We did, yeah, yeah. And, and if not for that, if not for that experiment where we where we go try the new foods, I'm not adventuresome. I like safe. Like mm -hmm. if I'm going to spend seven eight dollars on something, I want to know I'm going to like it in advance. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm not risky that way. But those experiments of uh, hey, try the new stuff, we do get to try some weird things, and they're occasionally pretty good. Sometimes they are. I um, there was there wasn't a lot of new stuff this year, and in fact, one of the things they had listed as as a new food uh, was actually uh, had been here before in like I think twenty eighteen because um, I I remember having it. It was called the Baco Gator. And it was chunks of alligator tail meat and strips of applewood smoked bacon on a stick, of course on a stick, that had been dipped in a batter and deep fried. Oh my gosh. It was incredibly good. I thought it was marvelous. Wow. I've had alligator once before. Um, and it was it was like eating an alligator handbag. But this was this was was remarkably tasty, and I thought, yeah, this is the best thing that I I, I had tried that year. So, 
it's on the Esplanade, which I think is the line of food stalls uh, between the Midway and the um, uh, livestock arenas. Mm. Uh, backyard barbecue burgers, I think, is the stand. If, if, if you're wanting to try that tomorrow, Grace, uh, if you're wanting to wear your cross. Okay. Yeah, and, and there was also one that, that I looked for and couldn't find, and probably in retrospect, probably was a good thing that I didn't find it, was deep fried fruity pebble cheesecake. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I want to try that. <laughs> I, I, well, on, on, the, uh, on the, um, the, the Tulsa State Fair website, they do have a food finder um, app, so you can kind of figure out sort of where it is. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm maybe I was looking in the wrong place, but I found the uh, the dill pickle fried cheese curd tacos with raspberry sauce. Um, yeah, that was that was that was intriguing. Um, what else did we try? We tried the coconut shrimp in a coconut shell. Yep. Which, which wasn't bad. It was it it wasn't bad, um, but there was, uh, um, yeah, there there were there were there were a couple of things that I just when when I just saw the listing of them, I said no, <laughs> no. And were, one of them were was, either of you ever a rider of rides at the fair, or not so much on the rides? <laughs> not so much on the rides uh, as a. As a callow youth, I, I I had a couple of bad experiences, okay. and so I'm I'm not not a big fan of not a big fan of of of, of the rides. So how about you, Grace? You probably are a daredevil. You know, I really used to be at the Tulsa State Fair, but then I had a really bad experience on that one ride that's like shaped like a spaceship and it like swirls around like this. Okay. And I just remember being so scared because it like sucks you to the side and then you can't move while you're in there. And after that, um, I would always go to the fair every year with my best friend, Claire, because um, it's right in between our two birthdays. So um, we, after that kind of incident, we pivoted to really going to the fair just to eat food and also to go inside. And they have like the butterfly tent exhibit thing that you can go inside mm -hmm. and a bunch of like as seen on TV type booths, like with <laughs> different products that they're selling. I don't know if they still have that, but that kind of became our jam after we stopped writing the rides. Oh, <laughs> How about you, Jimmy? Are you are are you a ride aficionado? No, more so when Bell's Amusement Park was part of the park, and I would do uh, Phantasmagoria and the Log Ride, uh, but I would not. Roller coasters are not for me. No, no, no. Heights are not for me. But yeah, the the monster things I'll I'll do. I would I would. This probably is. Anyway, uh, I always enjoyed the Sky Ride. Uh, the cable car that went across the, which which is no more. Uh, but I I remember the first, uh, yeah, that was the, one of the first times we went to the fair after moving here. That was one of the things we went on, and I thought that was really kind of kind of neat. But that's 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 another bit of the halcyon days of youth that has passed us by. 
they they have a sky ride at the San Diego Zoo, and uh, it was a round trip ride, and I did half of it, and I said, I'm done. You can have okay. the second half of the ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I understand I understand how 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 you how you feel about heights. About it was in 2004. I was in New York City, and in the course of my time there, I went to Carnegie Hall, and the only seat I the seat I had was in the front of the top balcony of Carnegie Hall, which is like the sixth one up. Mm. And like uh, uh, the upper levels of the PAC, they have little railings to hold on to as you walk down to your seat. Well, I'm sitting on the aisle seat. In front of me is, is, the, is the barrier to the thing. And, and then a million miles away is the stage. I sat for a, a two and a half hour Mahler symphony holding on to the handrail <laughs> while sitting down <laughs> oh, no. the entire time because I, you know, yeah, heights, yeah, not, 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 not a big fan of that. So, yeah. Well, besides rides and the food and, uh, you know, whatever else you want to do at the fair. I want to say here's here's another positive of the fair. There, in my opinion, there are about there are three great places in the world for people watching. One is Las Vegas. Two is a is a Comic Con because of all the costumes, and three is the fair. With all due respect, the people watching is tremendous at the fair, and it's free mm -hmm. after it, you pay to get in. And and well, and, and as as somebody who who, who sees people uh, on their uh, the, uh, the I moved into this house the day before the Tulsa State Fair opened in 2012. And so we were not, we didn't know what to expect. And, and I remember looking out the front door at, at this line of people just wandering by. And the, the, the phrase that crossed my mind is, here goes life's rich pageant. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's, you do see you do see all sorts of all sorts of people doing all sorts of things. That's for sure. You do. I saw um, last night at the show before I got moved up to VIP, um, <laughs> and I was in the back. There's a woman standing in front of me with two chihuahuas on either shoulder, and she was just holding them like this as she was dancing. I have a video. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see it, but um, this is her. Oh, I don't know if you can kind of, can you see its tail? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just on her shoulder like that. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like a scene out of Ben or Willard. But <laughs> so so now three dog night and two dog night have played the fair, you know? Exactly, yeah. Well, you, 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 do, you do know that, that chihuahuas are not dogs. Are they rats? They are, no, they are the remnants of a failed alien invasion. Wow. They got who left behind. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> and I, I say this as someone who's who has family members that have owned these creatures. And, and yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, um, and oh, and one more thing about food. We ask about, about go to foods. I cannot leave the fairgrounds without having a corn dog. Hmm. Classic. I, I don't need. I don't need anything on it. Just give me a corn dog, and okay, we're done. So, <laughs> well, if, right. we, 
If we do want to briefly mention what we have coming up in this week's Tulsa World and TulsaWorld.com, I've got, your, I've, I've got your segue because I, I've got a uh, a season two wrap-up of Reservation Dogs Sunday. Interviewed Sterling Harjo, the co-creator, and Lane Factor, who plays Cheese. And Lane Factor said he went to the Oklahoma City Fair last week and was recognized. So that's your segue. All right. Well, and uh, Sterling Harjo will be also giving the uh, TU Presidential Lecture October 19, I believe. Uh, so, uh, and that is that is a free event. And he'll be talking about uh, his career uh, as a filmmaker, as a stand-up comic with the group, the 1491s, and of course about Reservation Dogs. Um, I'll have a story about a new uh, gallery that uh, recently opened on uh, in the Pearl District called Positive Space. Uh, it is dedicated to art by women, and the uh, first show is a very intriguing uh, collection of works by a local artist, Ann Pollard James, called Surfacing. Uh, that's something we'll have coming uh, this Sunday. And uh, even though uh, Jimmy and I are the ones approaching retirement age, uh, Grace is the one with the story about a retirement. Yes. Um, this week I wrote about the retirement of Eddie Reese. He is the director of the Oxley Nature Center, and he was there um, for over three decades. So super impressive career. And we just talked about um, everything he accomplished during his tenure at the park, um, how the park has changed, and um, just what he's doing in retirement. He's taking on a lot more projects and he's going to be teaching some classes. So it was really great to talk to him. And um, uh, Mike Simons took some really awesome photos of him as well. So make sure to check those out in Saturday's Tools World. All right, then. Well, I think that wraps up our time for this week. We uh, thank you for uh, putting up with us for as long as you have. And uh, until next time, uh, good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. Yeah. Hi.